0: You are listening to Love Your Practice with Dr. Laura Mock. I'm a general dentist, a practice owner, and a certified life coach. I teach women who own dental practices to lead with intention and literally fall in love with their businesses. Keep listening and you will see how learning to love your practice turns into loving your life too. Well, hi there, I'm Dr. Laura Mock. Welcome to another one of my podcast episodes. I'm so happy you're here. And you know what? It's almost March and that means spring is coming. Oof, we have had a tough winter here in Iowa, but um, everything is starting to look better. I just want to apologize early on in this episode because my webcam is broken on my nice computer. And so I'm recording this from an old laptop. And I realized that the audio is probably not as good on this microphone. So I've been spoiling you with good audio. This episode is like a temporary crown. It's here to help you see that my normal audio is better. When I get that permanent crown on, you're going to be like, yay, thank you. That sounds so much better. So I very much apologize for the audio today. But you know what? What I have to say here, it's quick, it's simple, it's super useful. Hang with me and you won't regret it. And before I start into my topic, I wanted to thank those who came to my last webinar. We it, we had a lot of fun, really leaned into feeling more confident in our practices and how we can do that starting right now. And I want you to know that I'm going to do another one. I'm really enjoying doing these webinars I really get to know some of you and um help you in a free way that's live where I get to interact with you better than I can on a podcast. So if you want to come to my next webinar, it's on a Thursday evening at the end of March. And in order to register for it, you're going to go to my website, loveyourpractice.net. Okay. Or you can check out my Instagram. Um I have a little bio um link in my bio that leads you to like podcast episodes and my website and registration links and stuff like that. So you can find me there too. Also, um, I don't know how many of y'all are TikTok users, but I have started a TikTok channel and it's just Dr. Laura mock DDS. DDS. I'm gonna check it while we're talking. I think there's a DDS at the bottom of it. Don't mind me. Talk amongst yourselves. It is Dr. Laura Mock without the DDS. And I'd love to see you on there. Just helpful things, um, helpful things that last less than a minute or less than three minutes if I have something long to say. Um, and yeah, it's kind of fun. I haven't gotten very creative with my like dancing or, or lip syncing or anything. I've just been saying helpful things, but it'd be great to see you on there. So that's Dr. Laura Mach. Mach is spelled M-A-C-H like Mach speed or like Bach the composer. So that's how you find me there. Excuse me. Okay. All right. I think we are ready to move on to our topic today. This is a fun one it's how to draw a proper boundary with someone. Now, before I get into this, I want you to know that I actually, I'm this kind of boundary that I'm talking about is for a spouse or a friend, or uh, maybe like a parent or a parent-in-law. It does not apply to your employees or your children or any um, situation where you are the leader. There is a different method that I have for um when you're trying to get an employee to do something or something different. And I actually have a really good free course on that. It's helped so many women. And you can sign up for the free course on the same website, loveyourpractice.net. You just have to scroll down a little bit farther. And I think it says take the free course or something like that. Please take that. I mean, it's a free gift to you. And honestly, it's so helpful. It's um, I think four or five videos plus a worksheet to help you prepare to correct an employee in a way that gives them the very best chance of success and also doing it in a way that's less stressful for you and them. Okay, now that I have that out of the way, what I want to do is I want to go through five steps, super easy that you can take in order to draw a proper boundary with someone. So I'm not talking about threatening or intimidating or pushing around or whining and nagging. Raise your hand if you ever, <laughs> if you ever nag. Oh my gosh, I'm embarrassed to think of how many times I've nagged. But you know, that's what we end up doing um, if we're not getting our way or if we're we've asked nicely for something, but we're they're not the person's not responding we end up nagging and I'm going to teach you a way to not nag. Okay. All right. So step number one, it's really important. I want you to recognize that whatever this person's behavior is that you're wanting to change or restrict or that request something different. I want you to recognize first that your feelings do not come from this person's emotions. Your feelings come from what's inside of you. So if you feel frustrated right now because someone is pissing you off or not honoring what you've asked in the past, first, I want you to see separate out the facts of the situation from the story that you're telling yourself, I'm not telling you whether your story is true or not. I'm saying, saying that with air quotes, I'm not arguing that I'm just letting you know that's where your emotion is coming from. So for example, when I was mad at my husband because He we moved and the garage was full of stuff, and I wanted him to move some of the stuff over and so that I could park my car in the garage because in Iowa it's really hot and really cold. And when I was feeling frustrated and angry, that anger was something that I created inside me, it didn't come from my husband's actions or inactions. And the reason that I want you to recognize that first is because. When we are making a boundary request, which is what I'm gonna teach you to do, if we're angry, we're not gonna do it right. We're just not. Our body, when we're angry, our body is gonna tell us that our organism, like ourself, is in danger and we're gonna lash out. We're not gonna say it in a calm way. We're not gonna be able to stick to the boundary request and the the consequences that we're gonna lay out. Um, just recognize that your feelings come from yourself. And if you need some help, being calm before you make your request, you reach out to me. Okay, we can do a free consult. I stopped doing consult a year ago and I just restarted. And you can make an appointment to talk to me for free for 30 minutes um, on my website, loveyourpractice.net. So like I said. We want to recognize that the feelings come from within us. This is the biggest, the most humbling thing I can teach you, but the most powerful as well. So you're you're taking back power of how you feel, okay? Step number two, you're going to describe to yourself in a clear and simple way what you want your behavior request to be. So the behavior request is the words that you're going to say to the person. So let's pretend that I have a friend who's chronically late. Okay. And we've got something coming up where maybe we have a train to catch or a show that we're going to go see together. And there's a consequence there if she's late, right? Like I might miss out on the fun thing if I'm waiting for my friend. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to decide exactly what I want to ask of my friend. So that might look like this. Friend, I love you. We have such a good time together. I'm really looking forward to this this event, and I wanna ask you to be on time for when we're meeting to get onto this train, okay? It's really important to me that you be on time. So it's very simple, and we're saying that it's important. We're telling the friend that we love them. The most important part here, We're planning what we're going to say, and we're going to describe what we want from them in a very clear, simple manner. Okay. Number three, we are going to ask ourselves, we are not talking to the person yet. This is all pre-work. We're going to ask ourselves, what do we want to do if the person does not honor the request? So that would look like this. So I know that my friend is late a lot. What I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to make plans that include her, but I'm going to, if she's not on time for the train, I'm going to get on the train myself and I'm going to go and have a good time on my own. Okay, so I'm not going to wait for the next train. I'm not going to wait for her. I'm going to do the thing so that I can get to the our plans that we were going to do. And I'm just going to do it by myself or me and my other friends who are also on the train. We would come to her together and we would say, we really want you to come. We don't wanna miss it. In the past, you've been late for things. We just want you to know, we want you to be on time. And if you're not, we are going to get on the train without you. Okay, so this is describing, we're getting ready to describe to the person what we're going to do if they do not honor the request. Another example of this would be, you just had a baby, And your mother in law is like super excited to be a grandma. Okay. And she's dropping by a lot. She's coming by when you're trying to nurse your baby or you're taking a nap and she's there with breakfast or she's, you know, she's wanting to be helpful. But you really need some time and you need to be able to plan so that you can, like, you know, put on a shirt or um, pick up the diapers or just be ready to stop what you're doing and talk to another human. Okay, so the behavior request might look something like this. I'm gonna ask my mother-in-law to call or text before she comes over so that I can decide if it's a good time and I can be ready. Nice and simple and clear. And then what I'm going to do if she does not honor my request I'm going to say, listen, mother-in-law, I just really appreciate your help and your support. And we're going to have so much fun with this baby, right? And the baby's going to grow up and it's going to be amazing birthday parties and trips to Disney world and, and graduations and all that stuff. What I want from you right now, mother-in-law is I taking care of this baby is, you know, turning my world upside down. I need you to call or text before you come over. And if you do not, I cannot promise you that I'm going to answer the door. I might be asleep. I might not have clothes on. I, I might be exhausted and not really in a, in a, at a time when I need I can have people over. So if you don't call, I might not come to the door. If you, if you want to avoid that, all you got to do is call or text and make sure it's a good time. So that's, I'm describing that, that consequence that I'm describing how I'm going to behave if they do not honor the request. I'm not saying that I'm threatening them. I'm not saying you have to do this. I'm saying something that I'm willing to do. So then I'm going to tell the person in the most calm way that I can reminding myself that my feelings come from within me and not from their actions. And if you need some coaching for this, please reach out to me because you really do want to be calm when you say this. And then number five, and this is possibly the most important step is you are going to follow through. Okay. So if your friend, you're on the train platform and, and maybe the next train doesn't come for 30 minutes and you want to be on this train, you get on that train. Because otherwise you're teaching the friend that they can push you around or that you don't take your word seriously. You don't want to massage or engender, um, create friendships that aren't built around self-respect, right? And same thing with the mother-in-law. You hear the ding-dong, or maybe she even comes in. You're not gonna do that, right? You're you're gonna stick to your plan of not entertaining her. That way she'll learn. Oh, I see. She said she wasn't gonna come to the door. The door is locked. The house is quiet. I don't even know if they're home, but if they are, maybe they're sleeping. I should be calling first. I've learned my lesson, okay? So that's a very simple five-step way to do this. And I'd love to hear your ideas for how you're gonna draw a boundary with someone. It's wonderful practice. You know, pick something that's been irritating you and go through the five steps. Reach out to me, let me know how it goes. And then when you have a bigger, more important boundary, you will have practiced it and figured out how to do it. Okay, ladies, looking forward to seeing you taking that free course and seeing you in my webinar, loveyourpractice.net is how you access both of those things. And I will see you soon. Thank you for listening to Love Your Practice with Dr. Laura Mock. I would love to meet you. To join our movement, find the Facebook group called Love Your Practice and request to join. If you can't find it, just send me a message and I'll add you. You'll find me there helping all of my ladies to fall in love with their businesses and have a better life.